Welcome back to Piper Court with Matthew. Hello there. It's been a while since we've uh, walked the streets of uh, the Piper Court area. Matthew here, and uh, today is uh, one of those days where on Piper Court uh, you would have had to grab a jacket or a hoodie, although we didn't call them hoodies back then, but sweatshirts with a hood on the back uh, would have been appropriate for today since there's a breeze in the air and after a couple of weeks of rather humid hot summer-like weather it's actually very cool today and this would have been reminiscent of that kind of a day in the old neighborhood on Piper Court where Uh, We still would have been outside doing our thing, maybe even wearing shorts, but uh, mom or dad would have urged us to maybe even bundle up a little bit on an early June day. Occasionally you get those kinds of days like today where the weather gods uh, remind you that uh, you're not in Florida and uh, June 21st hasn't exactly hit just yet. So anything is possible. Sometimes at night when I'm watching television and the Indians aren't on and the Cavs aren't playing playoff basketball, sometimes when the Cavs play playoff basketball, they're not playing playoff basketball. (laughs) But when there's not a game on, I'll find myself uh, perusing various channels, waiting for Donna to come down into the person cave. I don't call it the man cave because uh, we sort of built the the person cave together and we both use it. So it's not really a getaway from her as most man caves tend to be. But anyway, when I'm waiting for her to come downstairs, I'll peruse the channels and invariably I'll wander across movies that I've seen. And I don't know about you, but there always seem to be a handful and it's a large handful of movies that regardless as to how many times I've seen them, I'll generally watch them wherever I happen to end up at that point in a movie, I'll watch because I've always enjoyed those movies. It could be Shawshank Redemption, or it could be one of the versions of The Godfather, or it could be Goodfellas, or it could be Terms of Endearment, which is which has always been a favorite movie of mine, mainly because of the story and mainly because of the performances. And it wasn't too terribly long ago that I wandered in the middle of Terms of Endearment. And there was a a scene that is one of my favorite scenes of the movie where Shirley MacLaine has discovered that her daughter, Deborah Winger, uh, has cancer. And so she goes to meet with one of her doctors and she asks her doctor, uh, how is she and what should she do? And the doctor replies, I always tell people prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And she says, (laughs) and they let you get away with that. (laughs) And I always, find myself howling out loud whenever I watch that scene. 
Um, and I mentioned that scene uh, the other day to my friend uh, Gary, who I met for breakfast because it was the day before his birthday this past weekend. And I drove down uh, to Canton to meet with him for breakfast. And we were talking about preparing things. And can you prepare for the inevitable? And what is the inevitable? And invariably, when we get together, we talk about high school because we went to high school together. And, and I had remarked that I saw a fellow classmate several weeks before that who uh, remarked to me that another fellow classmate of ours had passed away. And I said to Gary, I'd really be curious at our age to see a list of the number of people in our class who have passed away so far. And so our conversation went towards uh, preparing for the future and what that means. And are we prepared for the future and have we prepared enough for the future? And we both were convinced that A, we hadn't, and B, that we really hadn't given it enough thought. And so I really got to thinking about that while we were sitting there that I've often remarked in the past in the written uh, blog posts of Piper Court about uh, holding at 15 and likening this journey to a kind of a card game. And I'm not much of a card player, but um, I have enjoyed playing blackjack in the past. And I've always found myself not being very much of a risk taker. And remember many times holding at 15 because knowing that the chances were very strong that I wasn't going to beat the house. Uh, but the other chances are strong that uh, I wasn't going to lose uh, by taking a, a risky move and get an extra card and that I was just going to hold and see what transpired. And maybe, maybe the, the house would deal itself out of the hand and, and I would win based on my aversion to risk. And as I was relaying this story to Gary, I chuckled to myself because here I am, a, a 10-year motorcycle veteran engaged in a hobby that is chock full of risk. And since I'd had sh shoulder surgery and, and sold my motorcycle uh, partially in order to pay for um, a, a portion of this surgery, I remarked to Gary that I feel like some of that risk has been taken out of my world because 
I haven't been riding. And he said, do you think you're going to ride again? And I said, you know what? I, I, I don't know because I feel like a number of people who I know who are also motorcyclists have all been in accidents. My friend Brad was in a very serious accident uh, August 18th of 2016. And since then, uh, a neighbor down the street who has since passed away, not from the accident, but uh, he was involved in an accident. Uh, another person I know was involved in a minor accident. A client of mine was involved in an accident. And another friend of mine and his son. Uh, his son last year was involved in a motorcycle accident. And Dan just several weeks ago was involved in an accident. Not a serious injury to him, but very well could have totaled his bike. So I feel like all of the accidents are surrounding me and maybe it's just my time. And so maybe I have, I have the hand of 15 and that maybe that hand is where I should just hold. But I keep thinking about this line in the movie and that you can't sit on the middle of the fence, really. There's nothing worse than a fence sitter. And Gary's question to me was, well, is it a part of what you are or is it a part of who you are? And even though it sounds so dumb and absurd, to think, I mean, is really sitting on top of a machine that has two wheels moving sometimes at a high rate of speed? Is that really a part of me? I mean, is that really translate into explaining a piece of who I am, quote unquote? And deep down inside, I would have to say that the answer is yes. And even with all of the risk involved, I would say that it's something that I would have to consider. I'm staring at the table in front of me with my cards at 15 and wondering if I want another card. And it's a decision that's going to come relatively soon because the healing has taken place and the decision is near. And I do believe that sitting on the middle of the fence is anathema. It's, it's the worst of the worst. Eventually, for anything, decisions have to be made. Even as something as seemingly absurd as should I continue to ride a motorcycle again? Even with all of the risk involved. One thing I haven't done, should I go back to donning a full face helmet and twisting the throttle again, is I don't believe 
that I've ever taken any of my motorcycles down Piper Court. So that's just added a new bit of flavor to this decision-making process. And if I opt not to ride again, then I think it does bear out um, the importance on the other end of the continuum of not sitting on the fence because eventually you have to make a decision and in so much as you can, you have to stick with that decision. So maybe you should ask yourselves, where am I sitting on the middle of the fence? What, what fence am I sitting on? And when will it be time to jump off? Hopefully you can listen to the Piper Cord podcast on Alexa via the Tuned In app. Uh, or you can listen to it via Stitcher. And I keep making a mental note to do this, but it seems that uh, work and decision-making processes get in the way. But it's my goal to try to figure out why the heck um, my application process and the iTunes decision makers, why we can't uh, find a meeting of the minds. But for whatever reason, it seems that it's still not available on iTunes and I'm going to fix that. In the meantime, thank you for tuning into the Piper Court podcast and uh, have yourself a great rest of the week. <laughs>